Shalom, Ani Somech. It's Greek to me. Actually, that was Hebrew. What do you know? Learning Christianese. Hi guys, welcome back to Learning Christianese. This week is our first full week, so if you missed our teaser, go ahead and listen to that first where we just introed what we're going to be talking about. This week we're going to be talking about love, the different Hebrew and Greek words for it, and the your depth behind the word. Alright, let's get into it. We'll be talking more about the different Hebrew and Greek words and finding their more in-depth meanings. First, we will define these words. Then we will discuss how we can apply them to our lives, which ones are more important to us, and how where we can find them in the Bible. Yeah. Um, I think one of them would be Philadelphia, which commonly is you know more referred to as like a city, but Philo, which is to love, and Adelphos, which is brother. It's brotherly love. Interesting. The city of brotherly love. Yeah, it signifies <laughs> loving someone like a brother or a sister, like a fraternal type of affection. Interesting. I also have one kind of like that, philia, which is more like a friendship love, a deep camaraderie friendship. It involves loyalty and sacrifice. It might be rarer, but it's more valuable in an everyday life. Yeah, and it's also a synonym synonym, synonym, <laughs> synonym to agape, and it emphasizes the idea of arising personal uh, affections. And agape is to sacrifice yourself with no expectation of getting anything in return. Unconditional and sacrificial. Yeah. On the other hand, we have eros, <laughs> which is kind of that immature understanding of the word love. It's more of a passion or a desire that takes control of you when you least expect it. It's interesting how the Greeks actually feared this kind of love. They feared this kind of overtaking they wanted to be in control at all times and i found that really interesting control is a powerful thing and the fear of is also yes terrifying um agapo which is like agape but it's the love exclusive to the christian christian community because it flows directly from god's love which is agape first mm-hmm. john 4 7 and 8 beloved let us love one another for love is of god and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth God, for God is love. Interesting. So agape is more like God's love, how he did everything for us. And agapo is more how we show that love in our Christian lives. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. My next one is ludos which is spelled very weird, so I'm really hoping I pronounce that right. But it's more of a playful love. It's kind of a combination between that friendship love and that eros love, but it's like you're flirting or teasing. It's more playful. It's casual. Uh, What's interesting is you see it a lot in dancing, how that's that immediate, instant sort of gratification of having fun with someone, and you say, I love you, but really, is it just that feeling? Yeah. I think the other one I had was ahava, which was a Hebrew word for love, 
and it just described a variety of intensi intensities close in emotional bonds. Interesting. Another one is pragma, which is a long-standing love. It's interesting how we know love, but there's so many different kinds of it. And philautia is the love of self. And it can be bad where you're selfish, narcissistic, or it can be good in that you, by knowing that you are good, you can then more accurately love others. Yeah. Did you have any others? I had one more. <laughs> um, I got to check my pronunciation. Storge. It is familial love, which is kind of like family love. And even though it seems like we hate our siblings, we have an instinctual love for them and we miss them, even if it takes drastic circumstances to realize it. Yeah. Should we go back and define them? I think we already did. Well, not define them. I mean, like, talk about them and discuss them. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. I think my favorite one is agape because it's kind of what I think about when I think about what Christ did for us. And it's that sort of deep down feeling that, you know, there's always love and there's always joy and peace that you can find in that agape. Yeah. I think it's also important to also know where it came from and how it started. I mean, in Hebrew scriptures, ahava was the word they used to describe that type of love. And when Jesus spoke in his teachings, he spoke a cousin language to Hebrew, which was Aramaic. Mm -hmm. And the word for love was rahama. And when Jesus' followers transcribed his teachings into Greek so everyone could have it, the Greek word was agape. And in yeah. Deuteronomy 5, 6, Leviticus 19, 18, it's where Jesus stated the most important commands, love God and love neighbor. Agape God and agape neighbor. That's really interesting. Yeah. I think we could all use a little more agape in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think one of my other favorite ones, or the most interesting one, was the love of self, philautia. It's because we all, in some way, want the best for ourselves, and there's different, like, levels of how much we do for ourselves or do for others. And it's kind of hard sometimes when you really want something or you want something to be easy for yourself, but you know the right thing is to let someone else have that. And I think it's also a constant juggle between all the different types of love in your life, mm -hmm. from the arrows to the philo to the agapo to the knowing you have agape mm -hmm. and you just, you're constantly juggling these emotions of love. Mm -hmm. And if it's a choice between if I leave my friend and go join this other group, let's say my crush is in that group, but then my friend would feel hurt for being left alone because I thought this fleeting love was more important than this rare sacrificial love yeah i also i don't know call me crazy but i like to think of agape kind of like you think of invisible ink mm. i mean if you think of if, if 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 invisible ink was written all over the walls and everywhere mm -hmm. you can't see it because it's invisible yeah 
But if we were to have the light inside of us, like the black light you used to see in Visible Ink, yeah. we can see that love everywhere. And it's such a mm-hmm. amazing, overwhelming love that it just, it impacts us in such a way that we then share that love with everyone else, yeah. with the light inside of us, showing them what we have found. Yeah. I think my favorite thing is when someone doesn't do, doesn't like loudly tell everyone what they've done. Instead, they quietly maybe give you five bucks or pay for your drink and you don't see it until it's they're gone and they've already done it. And then you want to thank them, but it's kind of like you just saw it now. And it's it's really encouraging to know they didn't even need to tell me. They just did it for me. And I don't know. I find that really encouraging and it's probably my favorite thing to happen. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, next week we should be talking about... Ooh, ooh, I don't know. What is it? (laughs) I'm not sure. Should we talk about sin? Sure, we'll talk about sin next week. The opposite of love. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll talk to you later. In Christianese. Christianese.